0: You are listening to the Thriving Empire Podcast with Stephanie Holland, episode 15. Welcome to the Thriving Empire Podcast, where it's all about stabilizing the roller coaster of starting up so that you can launch your ideas with more passion, purpose, and vision. I'm your host, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict, Stephanie Holland. So let's get started. Well, hello there, beautiful. How are you feeling fabulous today? <laughs> if you don't just close your eyes for a few seconds, as long as you're not driving or operating machinery and take a big, deep breath. I'll do it with you. Ready? So close your eyes, inhale for four counts, two, three, four, hold your breath in for a second at the top and then exhale for four counts, two, three, four. Honestly, sometimes all you need to do is go back to your breathing, go back to your breath to reset. Do that for seven minutes and you will feel incredibly awesome. So, other than that, what's happening today? I'm actually catching up on podcast episodes after an unplanned digital detox two weeks ago or a week ago. I can't even remember how long ago it was. It all feels like a dream now being on the beach. I had no Wi Fi at the time and I had to surrender to that completely. And a few challenges that I had literally blew away with the ocean breeze. It created a real mental and emotional space between myself and my business within which I was able to reframe my perspective. So cool. And it actually synced perfectly with the new podcast theme that I'm talking about over the next few podcasts called A Failure Proof Mindset. So just to recap, A Failure Proof Mindset is one that enables failure to generate momentum for your business rather than crush your spirit. And by failure, I simply mean when When things don't work out as you hope, expect, or plan, okay? Failure is just at odds with what you were hoping you would create or generate. So a failure-proof mindset is one that enables failure to generate momentum for your business rather than crush your spirit. Now we kick started the theme in the last episode, episode 14, with a major perspective shift, which is this, you are not your idea. Now, this perspective shift enables you to maintain a healthy mental and emotional distance between the outcome of your ideas and how you feel about yourself personally. So we talked a little bit about what you actually are and that being who you are on purpose is the most effective way to generate success in your life and work. So check out that episode 14 if you missed it. So today we're talking about my second step to cultivating a failure-proof mindset And that's how to use comparison to inspire you and empower you because, oh my gosh, don't you just sometimes look at some people's social media feeds or hear of their six-figure launches or their overnight success and just think, holy C-R-A-P, that is so far from my current reality. And then you do this little thing where you kind of, even if it's just on the inside, you shrink a little, you feel belittled and you have this voice in your head that says, I could never do that, what's the point and what you want to create actually seems so far away from where you are now. Well, um, stop doing that right now. Stop it. Okay, you cannot compare where someone is at in year 17 to where you are at now in year one. It's like expecting to receive an MBA without even going to uni and studying and doing the work and doing the exams, right? But you're doing the same thing by comparing yourself to someone who started on this journey probably longer ago than you are even aware of. It's like that story of the Beatles told by Malcolm Gladwell in his book Outliers, right? The Beatles performed live in Hamburg, Germany over 1200 times together between 1960 and 1964, altogether amassing more than 10,000 hours of playing time together. Now they were hailed as an overnight success, but they were no such thing. They just practiced behind the scenes for over 10,000 hours and honest to goodness, that is what most people do. There is no such thing as overnight success in reality, but I like to think of it this way. Success can happen overnight, but it starts now, today, and it happens sometime in the future, but not without earning it. And more so, even when someone looks like they're enjoying massive commercial success on the outside, the real picture on the inside can in fact be so, so different and the opposite. So I'm going to steal some content from my book, The Freedom Philosophy now, because In it, I used an example from Srini Rao, who is the co creator of the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. So here's what he said in his weekly newsletter sometime back in 2015. He says this After I self published a book that became a Wall Street Journal bestseller and organized a conference that sold out in two weeks, things started to go really wrong. Now, up until the point where I saw him write that in his newsletter, I imagined Srini's life to be all lattes with James Altucher and workouts with Tim Ferriss and all the other cool people he was interviewing at that time. Now, the inner turmoil he went on to describe caught me absolutely off guard. Now, as an avid fan of his podcast, The Unmistakable Creative Podcast, it's still so good. You have to listen to it. Um, As a fan of those interviews since almost the beginning, since he started, I had perceived his journey as a meteoric rise to fame and success because the inner struggle was not something I witnessed. It was completely out of my view, which only proves one thing. To use other people's visible achievements and commercial successes underplays the turmoil and tragedy that can characterize many journeys in some form or other along the way on physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, deeply spiritual levels. Now this is true for everyone. Every single person. So if you are comparing yourself to others, There's also something else I want to point out to you. It also means that your attention and focus is in the wrong place. You've actually shifted your attention elsewhere away from your own passion, purpose, and vision, away from your own trajectory, your own personal journey. You have to come back to your own center. You have to come back and tune into what's happening for you and really reconnect with your why your own passion, purpose, and vision. And sometimes you just need to drop everything for a while, for a week if you need to, take a holiday, get refreshed, get recharged, come back to yourself in your own journey, and then you can return to your work with renewed focus on yourself and your own ideas. Now, the more time you spend obsessing over someone else's outcome, someone else's success, the less time you have to formulate your own. You have your own experiences, your own background, goals, vision, passions, motives, strategies, and obligations. So what is the cost? Really think about this. What is the cost of envying someone else's success? What does it stop you from doing? What does it stop you from thinking about and masterminding? How does it really help you reach your own goals? And what's more, this is another amazing thing. We all have different metrics of success. So if, take me, for example, my metrics of success are not financial. My metrics of success are living and working on my own terms, being 1000% location independent and enjoying extraordinary physical and mental health. So I can't compare my results with someone whose metrics of, for success are half a million in annual revenue We are on a different path that is not comparable. So you really do have to first develop your own metrics of success. And also you have to have clear milestones at each stage to measure yourself against and make sure you're on track with your goals. Because listen, you can only honor where you're at right now. And it's based on where you've just come from and where you go next is relative to where you are right now, not where someone else is right now. Right now. So comparing your failed launch with the six figure launch of someone who's been in business for five years is really a little affair on you. Okay. In fact, it's borderline cruelty and emotionally abusive to yourself. So listen, creating and celebrating your own personal milestones is really important for honoring yourself and everything you've accomplished accomplished so far. So simple milestones might be as simple as writing the first 2,000 words of your book, getting your first client or your first client referral from someone else, um, your first sale or your first bulk order. Um, from a distributor, maybe your first podcast interview or your first media mention or getting published in your favorite magazine, or maybe it's simply your first 10 email subscribers, your first 50 email subscribers or your first thousand email subscribers. So think about those specific metrics and how they would scale over time. If you were consistent, if you consistently wrote 2000 words, um, regularly, then in 50 weeks time, you might have a novel that could be someone else's, someone's next favorite book. So say, you know, you get your first client, then every client that signs up starts to see huge value in what you have to offer. And you start making an impact to five clients and 10 clients and then 50 clients. And then your first sale basically confirms that you've created something that will make someone's life happier, healthier, or easier. And of course, the first sale means there's a market for it. So you can sell over and over and over again. And then of course, your first podcast interview, when you're interviewed on someone else's podcast, or when you're mentioned by someone else who has a huge following, that means people love what they're doing, love what you're doing, sorry, and want to help you spread your message. And then, of course, the more subscribers you get the first 10, the first 50, the first 1,000 every person who signs up for your list empathizes deeply with what you're saying and wants to hear from you regularly. Think about those metrics, how they scale over time, and what it means for both the impact you're creating and the kind of profit and business that you want to build. Because every positive micro result is a sign that you're heading in the right direction. So you have to be very conscious of celebrating every single one of them. Now, every unplanned result that you didn't want, that you didn't hope or expect for, which you might perceive as failure, is simply just a sign that you might need to tweak or modify your approach, your strategy, your tactics. That's all. Remember what we talked about in episode 14, failure is just feedback. It's information, it's knowledge, and in that sense, it's power to help you keep working towards the results that you do want. Okay, so also while I'm not recommending that you compare yourself to others, in fact, I recommend you stop comparing yourself to others. I do, however, recommend that you take a good look at those you admire and listen out for their success secrets that they share. And often, and I think this is what's so fascinating about really successful people, their success secrets have surprisingly nothing to do with actual business strategies and tactics. They are usually actions and strategies that successful people do and use consistently to get their incredible results but they're not often business related. So you need to find out what those people are doing, read their blog posts, read their newsletters, watch their video clips and listen to them being interviewed about their journey, about their trajectory and their ebbs and flows of life and work and business as, you know, from when they started to where they are now, you know, and listen out to what do they credit their personal success and business results. So here's the thing, Russell Brand if you don't know him, oh my gosh, he's so funny and he's so brilliantly smart. He's a cheeky British social hellraiser and he credits his ability to succeed despite drug addiction in his former years um, and really difficult early years to transcendental meditation. Tony Robbins, who's, you must have heard of him, a personal development guru, he credits mastering his beliefs and helping other people master their own as the cornerstone of his success. Marie folio one of my famous online female entrepreneurs. She credits her hustle ethic and nonstop determination to keep showing up to holding on to a deeper sense of spiritual purpose to create the impact that she wants to have in the world. John F. D. Martini, another one of my favorite mentors, he's a motivational speaker and he makes constant reference to reading the works and biographies of the greatest minds that ever lived, including Gandhi and Aristotle. Now he makes it his mission to absorb the best thinking and strategies of those that came before him. And Brooke Castillo is a life coach that currently earns over 15 million a year and credits it all to learning how to manage her mind. So look at the people who arouse jealousy or envy in you or those who you admire and those you compare yourself against and discover their real story, their genuine challenges and understand what they had to overcome to get to where they are. People who have found true success aligned with their own metrics are always happy to share the truth of how they got there and the hurdles they Had to jump over along the way. And then what you can do is try some of their non business strategies to see how it helps you in the direction and pursuit of your own goals. So here are the four steps in summary to avoiding comparisonitis, right? And instead of using the success of others, um, sorry, and instead use the success of others to inspire and empower you. So one, remember that the outer success of others doesn't tell the whole story. Two, focus inwards on your own personal passion, purpose, and vision to develop men- uh, momentum on your own timeframe. Three, define your own metrics of success and the milestones that honor where you're at right now. And four, use the success secrets of others to inspire and empower your own trajectory. So if you'd like help with that, you can crack open Worksheet 3.2 in the Podcast Study Pack. What? You don't have the Podcast Study Pack? Oh my gosh. Okay. So you can grab the Podcast Pack by heading over to the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 1515 and using the code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at the checkout for 50% off. When you purchase the podcast study pack, you're going to get a digital copy of the book, The Freedom Philosophy. You'll get the workbook that has a worksheet for every podcast episode, the audiobook so you can listen on the go, and a ton of other resources, templates, and video lessons that I don't share anywhere else. So, in summary, I'll actually let Theodore Roosevelt summarize. He said this Comparison is the thief of joy. So, stop doing that. Use the success of others to inspire and uplift you. Have a beautiful week. Bye.